Oh, what's going on, everybody? It's Thursday night, Mike. Is it Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time? We are on the eve of a three-day drill. How the fuck you feeling, Michael? Oh, I feel just wonderful. <laughs> I'm so excited for it. I, I just, I can barely contain myself. But you to be what? honest, what? I'm not going to be there until probably Saturday, so... Uh, call me lucky or unlucky, but yeah, did you clear that? With I your got first stuff to do. Did you clear that with the first sergeant? I did not. Well, I don't jump the chain of command like that. I'm a good soldier. Well, you're talking to him right now, and I didn't hear <laughs> shit about you going to fucking Rhode Island, you piece of shit. All right, I love you, man. Uh, all right, everybody, thank you for tuning in. We got Martin Smash Brown in the green room coming up right now. One half of the main event. December 9th in Tampa, BKFC fight night. He'll be fighting Bobby Taylor in what is being called a title eliminator. We will talk to him about that in a second. Um, before we do that, make sure you guys are liking and sharing the show and you are going to the store, missionaccomplished.myshopify.com and buying yourself a bunch of shit so you can represent us and help the show out and get us to all these goddamn events so we can start keep pumping out the content for you guys. Right, Mikey? We want to go to them events, damn it. <laughs> nah, man, we want to do because I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot some shots at some of the guys that go to these fucking events. For like our last couple of events, not too much stuff coming out of you guys. You better step your fucking game up, or somehow send us your sponsors, and we'll do we'll do some we'll do some work for them guys. Anyways, we're gonna go ahead and bring on one half of the main event. His name is Martin Smash Brown. Here he is. What's up, man? What's good? What's good? What's going on? It's good to see you. We haven't What's seen up? you since uh, Hollywood, Florida. How you been? I know, man. In Hollywood, I had hair, man, but I said I'm going to get my, my oh. mish on and, and, shave it, and shave it off. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, only the baddest mofos on the planet got a shaved head like this. You know I mean? Right, right. You don't get caught in no headlocks with hair like that. Nah, nah. You know what? <laughs> you, you let it grow out a couple days and then when you're rolling, you grind that shit right into someone's face, and it feels like <laughs> fine grit sandpaper. It's like a little secret tactic. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I can dig it. I don't know, man. It feels different to feel feel pretty damn good to to wash my head with the same thing I wash my skin. Nah, yeah. <laughs> Just walk out the door. <laughs> Yo, I'm going the opposite direction. I I I I don't know. Call it midlife crisis or something, but I haven't gotten like a haircut. Like I used to, I just get like a number three on top skin fade easy. I've been doing that for like 11 years, 12 years. Yeah. Then the other yeah. day I was like, you know what? Just keep a little on top. I think I want to like throw it up a little bit, you know, put a little, <laughs> put a little bit of pomade in that shit. Yeah, but I uh, see how long that's going to last. Uh, I was already <laughs> thinking about cutting it tonight. You know, right? yeah, they're talking that shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what he, you know, he got into that Rhode Island boy fucking shit. Is what he got yeah. into. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is. That island boy. Yeah, I'm a Rhode Island boy. <laughs> yeah, for oh, real, man. man. That dude look like a lit cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, you know. Yo, but you know, guys. that's what I need to do, man. I need to just get on. I need to sit in a pool and make some bullshit and see if, see if it, it becomes rich. a hit. You do. That's exactly what man. you gotta do. It, it works, man. Nothing, nothing of substance matter these days. You just, it just need to go viral. Like this dude literally went viral because he trashed. Trash. You know, it's Absolutely like, man, trash. that is by far. Like you know, it, it was literally like, bro, that is by far the the worst garbage I've ever seen in my life or ever heard. And then you know what? 
it got a whole bunch of shares, man. That's the way things yeah. are nowadays. It goes, it goes from you're either something really good that people want to see. They're like, yeah, that's the best. Did you hear this shit? Did you see this shit? Yes, I did. It's great. Everyone watches it. Or it's like, yo, you got to see this. It's so bad. It's so bad. You yeah, got to yeah. see it. We're going to make these people millionaires because they're horrible. That's, that's how things work. I mean, you take, you take Lorenzo, right? Lorenzo been uh, deserving of that title. I, I watched the interview last night and I was thinking like, well, that boy should have been got a title a long time ago, but he had to get punched in the mouth. <laughs> You're right. He got you know, punched in the mouth and got a title out of it, man. You but know, you I know what, love- dude? Him doing that, him taking, I mean, like, I know that they were, like, put him, like, slow cooking his ass to become a star. I don't know why they were doing it like that, but I think they did it brilliantly because. You this know en- why. This Let entire year, this entire year. Like, no, the reason why I'm saying it is like he is so much more marketable than Hector Lombard. The only thing that Hector Lombard has going for him is his name. Ghostshade Academy. That's what he got. He's got, dude, yeah. He's been around for a long time and a lot of people know him. But as far as personality and marketability goes, Lorenzo's got it, man. And And now that he put an entire year of fucking work in making his, growing his brand and, and getting in everybody's head. Now he's got the belts and he can start 2022 off with a fucking real bang and really become a star for the company, I think. Yeah. He, he you know, he's, uh, he's just in a bad spot, man. Cause you know, you either gotta have the following or you gotta have the, uh, the ticket sale. And so, uh, I don't know. Hey, Rick, what's, what's, What's Lorenzo's Instagram following? How many followers he got? I could tell you. You know, and so he looking up the the uh, followers right now. But then on top of that, like he is. I got you. How many is it? Twenty one thousand. He got Shut it at twenty one thousand, Rick. So he had twenty one thousand followers, right? And he has, uh, and he's originally from Ohio, I think. Cleveland, and he's yeah. living in uh, Jacksonville. So uh, it's, you know, it's kind of hard on him for the ticket sales. And I mean, he, he's, his following has uh, gone up since the last time I checked. But prior to this, you know, when he first started calling for Hector, you know, the following wasn't that high, you know, so. It's like, well, you can't get the subscriptions and you can't sell the tickets either, but you can fight, which means I got to pay you because you worth it. And he is worth the money. So it's like, well, I, the next question is going to be, well, uh, how am I going to pay for it? Because he he ain't from Tampa. He's not from Miami either, you know, which he was yeah. building his fan base out there. So that's that's one of those things, man, like, well, you can – you can be a good fighter and then get put on the top shelf because it's, it's still a business, you know? And, and, you know, that's why like, remember when it first happened, you remember when uh, Hector made a video, he said, why you worry about me? You need to worry about getting your followers up. Because basically Hector was saying like, I don't mind fight you. I don't mind fighting you, but I need to get paid. And and the, the money got to come from somewhere. It's either got to come from my followers or your followers. You know, so that that was why Lorenzo had to fight to get there. Whereas 
uh, Hector didn't have to fight to get there. Yeah, Hector's like, got 162,000 followers. I just looked right. that up, too. Right. And what you think? You actually think that Chad Mendez is going to have to, you, you know, if Chad has a Chad get in there with goddamn Paul T. And knock Paul out, you know. And then, Paul, Paul and, and, yeah, the other and, greenhead geezer. Yeah. Or uh, Chad get in there with what's the? I don't even remember his name no more. He said he retired. What's the name? Who? Brandon Lambert. Yeah, yeah. Brandon Lambert and retired in this I'm, bitch. Listen, you I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk bad about Paul Teague or Brandon Lambert, but I, I think ain't talking that, bad. I'm, I'm I know, just, but I, but I'm I'm gonna say that I, I'm pretty sure. He, Mendez can start the night off against Lambert and then finish it off against Paul Teague and not break a fucking sweat. Uh, I don't he, know. He, Sorry, he grabbed grab, grab one of them and beat them with each other. <laughs> you ever, hey, yo, hey. Have you ever, have you ever beat somebody ass with a Paul Teague before? <laughs> <laughs> with a Paul Teague. <laughs> Pick him up like Loki and just beat the shit out of him like this. <laughs> <laughs> yo, hey, in, in, in the comments, Dan Stevens says, damn, Kyle, put your hat back on. Kidding, he says, but, you, you know, fuck you, Dan. Just joking. <laughs> and, uh, and then a couple. You couple got to wear sunglasses now. Charlie Keenan Charlie called you a milk dud, dude. <laughs> oh, man. What a Damn, Charlie. What the fuck? Damn, Charlie. <laughs> Hey, uh-huh. you ain't you ain't never seen no kid named Charlie that ain't bad as hell. Ain't <laughs> I, every child named Charlie is like Charlie, stop, Charlie, uh, stop fucking with shit. You know, uh, so yeah. he's actually he he's actually in my gym, man. He's a uh, doctor. He? They call him Doctor Chuck. Well, yeah, he's you got a tie on in his uh, profile picture. He looks yeah, like- man, that's my <laughs> dog. He he actually believe it or not, anybody get hurt in the gym on the spot, he owns uh, a company called Rewire. I'd have charged his ass for shooting on the plug or telling his membership just went up to 300 a month, you know. But that's my dog, man. So, y'all in Tampa, check my dog out. There you go. But, um, nah, man, they, I think I think with the followers that uh, Chad Mendez got, he he ain't going to be – Yeah, I bet he don't have to fight seven times before he get a title. No. You know, you know be, go ahead. He, he came on. Uh, he came on last week, and we asked him about that. I don't know if you watched last night. I said this last night too. He he straight up said that he doesn't want an immediate title fight. He said if they offer it to him, and like that's all they offer, then yeah, fine. But he doesn't want to step on anybody's toes that has been working towards a title. He said I'll fight a few people before I get a title shot if if uh, you know if they will let me. And I thought that was pretty cool of him. You know, a guy like that who fought for the UFC title, who fought for who fought Aldo twice. You know, what I mean, he comes in with a with a hell of a resume and a and eight hundred and fifty thousand followers on Instagram. If that's, you know, important right now, so yeah, a title fight right away, sure. But if he wants to let somebody who's been working towards it get it, that's pretty cool too. I think. To play I devil's advocate, I was gonna say, go ahead, you shoot first. I was gonna say, um, to just play devil's advocate, you know, a wise man once said. Money talks and bullshit walks, right? So right. <laughs> he's like, I ain't gonna take that title shot until that check comes across. And he's like, Oh, right. actually, you know, by the way, I got that title shot coming up. Right. See, and and the other thing is he number one, he ain't hurting for no money. Number no, two, no, he well. has a was it like a successful like hunting? Uh yeah, yeah. Something. he has a business that has something to do with hunting. He has yeah. a, it's called fins and feathers. He does these like wild, uh, big game hunts with celebrities and stuff like that. Boy, I be seeing them stakes on his page, boy. <laughs> be like, yeah. But it's like he don't. He's not hurting for no money anyway. 
and then and then it's like uh but i bet you any kind of money if if they throw the money out there he gonna take it and and it's like what is no need to he don't even know if he gonna like doing this shit right he might get in there and they offer him to fight and no matter what happens he gotta see me next <laughs> so it's like you still too i mean you better fight palomino at 45 like man, I typically walk around at one ninety three, you know. So like you, you. I mean, he's just a little dude, and he's not primarily a striker either, you know. I am, you know, and so it's one of those things where like I don't know, like like to you know when you make a decision, you start planning behind that decision. Like what if I get the belt? Then what next? Yeah, you know who who. Who would he uh who you know who would he have to I mean could do you think that Chad Mendez can beat Bobby Taylor? You think Chad gonna beat me up? I mean shit, would Chad beat that up? Right, we you don't know, know any so, of these answers, that's right. Right. He has a tall task ahead of him. You know, uh so it's like and that's not to mention the guys who who been around? I mean, I mean, like Caleb, Caleb Harris and stuff like that. You know, you got you got guys that are going to make for a interesting fight in that winter. For so, sure, it's a whole different ball game for a lot of these guys. Now, you you made your venture over to Bare Knuckle back in February. You uh, you beat Zach Zane. I think you stopped him in the second, right? Yeah, it blew my knee. Yeah, yep. yeah. You you right, stopped him in the mic. second on basically one leg at that point. Can you remind us uh what was it was it an ACL tear? Yeah, I had uh complete reconstructive surgery of the ACL. It snapped. And Jeez. and and now here we are. So you had what the surgery in March? Yeah, the surgery exactly one month afterwards. One month after so that would be about March. Fifth March, around or beginning of March, so April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, November, eight Zero. months. So eight months, you are one hundred percent. This is like a modern medicine blows my fucking mind because back in the day, you remember like an NFL player blows their knee out and they're out for a year, automatic. Like, yeah, right. Automatic. I mean, yeah. technically, I was supposed to be out for a minute, man, but like, um, um, I like the idea that. Not giving the credit to modern medicine, I'm just a motherfucking <laughs> beast in this. Yeah. No, but I, I, no, I was on besides modern medicine, the modern medicine and the modern athlete is like such a different. Like, I'm not knocking any of the athletes 15, 20 years ago, but like, it, it just seems like. Well, I think at, back in the day, they just basically said, to, stay off of it and wait for it to heal. Right. You know, like, there wasn't a lot. People were like, okay, it's what the doctor <laughs> said. I ain't even going to try. No, but like as as like rehabs develop, rehab techniques keep evolving. Medicine keeps evolving. Yeah, uh, supplements and all this shit. Like it, there's so much more stuff that that just speeds up the process. Now, now here we are, eight months after your injury, and you're you're stepping back in there against Bobby Taylor, who's considered the number one contender in the uh, lightweight division, and uh, now. Bobby's been active. They told him. He said that they told him if he wins, he gets a title shot. Did they tell you the same thing. It's it, every. This is a title eliminator for both of you guys. They they do. They did tell me that. 
least that's what Jihad came in there and told me. Uh, but I don't put that much stock into that shit, man. To be right. completely honest with you, uh, he knew. You know, they had to have told that and Palomino that whoever won this between the winner of you guys, you're going to have to fight the winner and on the December card. And he got out and he called for uh, okay. Chad Mendez because let's be honest, man. I mean, man, he know what's up, man. Uh, and a lot of the, and to be honest, this is going to sound bad, but I just don't care because I'm going to tell the truth. He know, I mean, he, he know what he in there for. He know why he in there. You know, he know that he chasing the money, the money fights. And and that's cool. To be honest, I respect it, man. That man got 20, 20 something, maybe 30 something fights. So, um, and he has fought the who's who. So I don't blame him for chasing the money fight. I'm just saying, I'm just telling you why I'm not getting my hopes up over it because number one, you could say, okay, man, he's the um, title eliminator, but you also seen in this sport that a fighter can just say, nah, fam, I ain't fighting him. (laughs) You know I mean? That win wasn't going to fight Reggie because of the same reason, man. Reggie Reggie from Virginia, all of the shows would be at that time were being thrown in Miami. So Reggie can't. Reggie didn't have a following, nor did Reggie was it Reggie able to sell tickets like that. Right. So um, it's a business. So he couldn't. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That it wasn't that that didn't think it was a challenge. At least I don't. That said that he didn't think Reggie was a challenge. But the thing is, uh, he knew that the company wasn't gonna be able to pay him that much because Reggie don't Reggie don't make that much. But you see who that's next fight was was Palomino because Palomino has a following in Miami. And that's just how that shit worked. So, you know, I I, if I even if I win the fight, I mean, I got like twenty five hundred followers, man. I I have to be reminded to post. I tell you, all every time I come on here, like I'm for real, I'm gonna post next time. And then then I'd be like, nah, (laughs) but. You did oh, this time, so thank you for that. Yeah, I unfortunately, did, like you gotta. Unfortunately, it's part of the business nowadays. If you don't have a social media following, like then you you're, you get put pushed to the side, and that fucking sucks, you know. Right. So he he that's and that's the thing. Like he got out. He soon as he, soon as that fight was over, he knew who the title eliminator was, and he said, "I want Chad. I want Chad Mendez." Then he didn't even want it. He he tried to like go ahead and put it in everybody. Yeah. And be like, well, I know that you said you didn't want to jump right in for a title shot, but let's just go ahead and get it. Because the question going to remain, who else is there to fight? Right. You got either me or Bobby. Bobby got three wins and two stoppages. You know, that so. really is it. Unless unless Chad wanted to, on his debut fight, wanted to go up to like 165 and fight. Maybe nah, like, he, a jo- like a Joe Elmore or someone like that. He ain't going to do Yeah, that. he's too he big. way to too down. small. But, I, but, but he's too small, but he's also too big nowadays. I think 145 is completely out of the question for him. So man, he really, that boy he, like 5'4", man. He, he, his feet probably swing if he take a shit. You know, he, he a little old bitty dude, man. Yeah. Do you mean 135, Kyle? The no, 135 no, division? No, Chad. I'm talking about oh, Chad. Chad. I'm sorry. Chad yeah. Mendez. Could not. I don't think he could make it back down to 145. I, I thought he said he wanted to fight them there. 
I don't think so. I thought he was sticking at 155. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But like he just said, he said his feet probably swinging on the toilet. That shit is yeah. fucking great. Yeah. He little, man. He's very but, short. But, you know, it's like, it's like what, you know, when you, when you take it, when you think about it, like from Palomino perspective is I can get an entertaining fight. I can make some money. And if I lose, I lose to a celebrity or I can fight for some peanuts. And I can fight a dude that's 100% going to knock me out. Right. Like, I'm 100% going to knock him out if he step in that circle with me. I mean, and I'm telling you, like, and that, it, you know, it's crazy as people in the know know. You know, like, uh, and you know how you get guys to be like, oh, I get in there and I, I get in there and I beat that boy ass and I do this. And, and they don't really mean that. This is just what they're saying for the gram. But everybody know me. Everybody who in the gyms know me. They know what's going to happen. And to be honest, I think, you know, if he got good people around him telling them, like, hey, man, this ain't no good fight. This ain't no good fight. You're going to lose that strap. And and if you want me to be completely honest, the strap ain't even what I want. I just want him. Not that I don't like him or nothing like that. It's 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 – you know, when you trying to submit a legacy, like when we were talking about Khabib, right? Khabib got done and was talking about how he wanted to be considered, um, he wanted to be considered a GOAT. And knowing he he had all these people in that weight class, he didn't fight, you know? Um, and you take a look at, at Wilder, right? Wilder had won all of those fights. And the only person he hadn't seen was Anthony Joshua and Tyson and Tyson Fury, mm-hmm. you know, and he had to go see because he he didn't it ain't it wasn't about the fans. He wanted his self discovery. You want to know who you are, you know. Right. If Palomino is the man, I want his head on my mantle, you know. Or show me my limitations. How far can I go? I can tell you that at BKFC was it like eighteen. What was the one that we were there? Palomino fought Good John. Eighteen. That was eighteen. Yeah. Yes. I remember we were standing next to each other during that fight, and the whole time you were like, "Neither one of these motherfuckers want to fight me." They no, know, man, because nah, neither one of these motherfuckers. Pa- Palomino, you said Palomino sure don't want to fight me. No, nah, like, he oh, he got shit. he make more money, man. He deserved yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? I, I always have to make sure I put it out there, man. Like um, he has. I mean, that man fought. Uh, um, what's the dude on Game Bread? Uh, Jorge yeah, Masvidal. He got two two fights with uh, Gaethje. With Gaethje, man, I remember uh, I was gonna fight some dudes in Russia, and and I saw like Palomino was over in Russia fighting them dudes. Like he had lost, but man, yep. he he fought. He he, you know what I'm saying? He has a lot of fights with with notable people. He just ain't winning. You right. know, the one he won was Jorge Masvidal, but. You know, I, I, so I think, it, you know, you've been in the sport for a long time. You feel like this sport owe you. And I do think it owe that man some money. Yeah, you know, I want to ask you I want to ask you a question about that dat fight real quick. The dat Palomino fight. But I want to point something out in the comments here. Vince Anderson says, wait, Patrolman is on this show. Are you, are you Patrolman? I, I Everybody, think bro, so many people ask me that. Like I get really? inboxes every day about me you- being patrol man holy shit <laughs> every day and the thing is i don't have that kind of i don't i don't have that 
that kind of wit and humor. Yeah, right. Or time, yeah. <laughs> or 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 like patience. The, right. the one thing I do know though is is well, I don't know. The one thing I'd be willing to put some money on is you know, it like 30, 40 people in, in the gym. And I I do believe that it's somebody in the gym. In this gym? Because <laughs> yeah, everybody, every, you know, it'll die down for like two weeks. And then somebody will be like, somebody will be like, um, <clears throat> hey, man, tell the truth. You patrol, man. And they're, at, you know, they're, they're always <laughs> going around through the gym asking each other. So then it'll die down for a little bit. Then it'll pick back up. Mike, didn't we think it was red for a minute there? And then, well, uh, here, at right. And then in the I think very, you were the very, one that told us that red can't yeah, type like that. Yeah, it was right yeah. in the very, very beginning because he was using like Ninja Turtles and stuff it's like, you know what I mean? Like, so we're like, oh, it's Darkwing Duck. Like, maybe it's him. Yeah. But then you did point out that, like, nah, he ain't going to be typing like that. Blah, blah, blah. So when I, when you said that, I started paying attention to what red was saying. I was like, okay, he, he's, he's right. It's definitely not him. But, you think someone in your gym, huh? I Shit. Because here's uh, or or for a minute, I was I was thinking I still kind of I still kind of think is is Nate. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I think it's Nate Shook. Nate Shook. Nate Shook. Get because the fuck out of here. I'm gonna tell you. I love that. So who's at? I I I I. So I look at. Like Nate Shook eats shit. I've been in the back room and I've seen Nate Shook eat a lot of shit from the fighters and stuff. So if he and can on get... freaking social media, he's eating shit all yeah. the time. The people tag him and everything. I'm this yeah. dude gets tagged in everything. And and, it, and it'd be a lot of negative shit. So if if I, me personally, boy, if I could have an alter ego, I'd tie y'all ass up. <laughs> you know, like boy, I'd be trolling the hell out of y'all because I could be free. Yeah. You know, so and he he, you know, this dude knows the sport intimately though. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? There's, this a, dude, there's a knockoff. Dude, there's a knockoff patrol man now. Bare knuckle judge. Oh, the bare knuckle judge is out there trying to be patrol man. <laughs> I think and, I've solved that puzzle and I won't say who it is because I don't want to out anybody, but I am like I am very very sure i did some straight up detective work and i put some stuff together and i i am pretty sure i know who that is yeah that's uh, diet diet patrol man i know you who know is. you know um i know who I'm you gonna are tell you what i thought it why i thought it was dope though even even if i knew who any of them was i just keep it i i think i got a pretty good idea who who patrol man is yeah but uh even if i could confirm it I wouldn't I wouldn't put it out there, man, because I think it's actually dope. You know what I'm saying? This that that there's a, a troll that, that people are fans of. You know I'm an honest saying? troll. Yeah. He's got I a slogan. You should copyright saying, right? that shit. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but the, the what's the dude, the bell knuckle judge, he uses that too. He say I'm an honest troll. Yeah. You know, so bare knuckle judges. Yeah, that's yeah. like the that's like the Kmart the version of fucking <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh what is it amazon and wish amazon is patrol yeah that's the wish version yeah wi the wish yeah, version yeah. yeah we used like to say things were from kmart when i was young and now it's the wish version <laughs> you see i don't even see how they even thought it was like so um 
there's like screenshots. There's screenshots of like conversations and stuff that people post on their page that they had and they'll see because it'll be something that he said and they'd be like, can anybody identify this person? But even without any of the screenshots, like whoever it is, right, you know this dude is, is definitely college educated. He's definitely well-written. I'd be looking at my own shit and it has so many goddamn typos in it. You know, I'm like, damn, man. I just blame it on autocorrect, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was not me. You know, but um, who's got time? Then I, I, I say, well, it's either so it's so then you could say it's a fighter. Then I was like, all right, all right, all right. Maybe it's a coach. Then as I, I played it out in my head, and I'm like, this dude is at the shows all the time, and it's only one person that said every show is Nate. You know, and he intimately knows the sport, even the rules, like the like the the handbook in which like fights have to be judged on and stuff like that. Like the only people that would know that is like officials, a judge, or a ref, or somebody that's with the promotion. So he he posted pictures at the last event, and I mean it could be complete fake. Someone could know Patrol Man. Mm. And send him pictures, and then he showed pictures from like from where he was sitting or standing at the time, and posted them later at BKFC twenty two. Like, up oh, here I was, and I'm like, yo, I yeah. was hoping to like look at other pictures and be like, yo, that's the same time Bruh. someone took a picture, and there's you know, right. I tell you what, I'm gonna do though. I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and claim the title and see if he got merch that he could sell, yeah. and just make me some money off his ass. Purchase the trademark. Hey, ooh, you know what? I got some just money there. Purchase a trademark. <laughs> buy the buy the trademark for for Patrolman and any of the sayings that that dude says, and see if he comes at you and tries to get. That's you. right. Bro, he be he be rough on them though, man. It's like some stuff. I I just I like you know how you think it. Like some stuff, I oh, just yeah. won't say. You know what I'm saying? But I be yep. thinking it. You know, like like when when Brian took a, when Brian Maxwell took another loss, I remember thinking to myself, like, damn, you know, uh, I thought he was gonna win one. Well, boy, you go on patrol man page, man. And patrol <laughs> patrol man. Like, I'm gonna be honest, man. I got him set on my notifications, man. And sometimes he'll go two or three days. I'd be looking forward to see. <laughs> <laughs> what he what he gonna post? <laughs> I, I'm an actual fan of the dude, man. Oh, yeah. oh god, that's fucking great. So, hey, speaking of that that event, okay, let's get let's get back to uh, the Dat Palomino. Who did you have won in that fight? Let me, you let know, me, come on. I knew that question was coming up. I I actually didn't. Uh, when I look at fights, I don't be looking at it from the perspective of a fan of, of who won and, and who didn't. Like, I was looking at things that I'm going to have to deal with. Whoever win this, like, I'm going to deal with this like that. I'm going to deal. I'm looking for openings. Um, but the one thing I can say is, man, Palomino let a 135 take the center of the ring. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and, and, uh, and he pushed him back. Right. You I thought know. it was really I, that happened a lot in the good John fight too. I feel like, yeah, it, it just. But the thing is, Palomino's small. He ain't a big dude, you know. Uh, he he little. I mean, him and Good John were able to make one forty five. 
You know, uh, I can't make 145. It takes me at least six weeks to make 55. I can't believe you walk around 193 and make 155. That's fucking insane to me. Man, I'm literally wearing a hoodie right now. You know, to, and I have to train like that. I have to make sure I'm getting there. But I'm like blazing fast. Once I get to like 62, that'd be yeah. fast, man. Be real yeah. fast. So I, did, I, I, did so obviously you were impressed by what little Dak can do. Were you well, un, were you unimpressed? Were you like uh did Palomino not look very good to you? Is that what you're trying to say? No, nah, I just it's just you know, if you're the fifty five. And that that didn't look uh, big in there with Abby, you right. know. So um, you know, it's just no way a guy. I think they said that at the weigh in. I I could be wrong, but I could have swore I saw that he came back in, stepped on the scale of like one fifty one or one fifty two. He did. There's just no way in hell that he gonna. I don't think I need too much skill. You know, I'm just too big for that shit. Right. Like you're not going to bully me around. And okay. then, you know, this isn't boxing neither. Like I can grab your little ass and 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 just manhandle you around the ring however I want to. So uh I just don't think uh I'm not and I can't actually like I can box. So yeah. you know, um I don't know, he just and he definitely skilled, man. And he has to the accolades to uh to back his name, you know. So, mm-hmm. uh, but he just, I, all I know is, man, Palomino, when, when he came, like, he can, he coming forward and telling you to stand there in one spot, which you don't have to do it if it's not advantageous. But I'm, I'm just looking at the fact that um, I don't think that even if it wasn't advantageous, he was clearly better than me. I just think I'm just too big. And I think there's a drastic power difference, you know. Uh, I'm just way too big, and uh, and I expected uh, Palomino to impose his will. I did too. I mean, I he did. didn't. He you see yeah. on his page, he keep posting. He's like, man, I ain't got a scratch on me. You if know, there was so, gonna be anybody bullying anybody, you're right. It should have been. It should have been Palomino and. That that blew my blew my mind. I couldn't believe how how fucking much he controlled that ring that night. It was just nuts. And his output is crazy. And, I mean, it, it's how that fights though. And he's he hasn't hit that the that that's how he want to fight. He made sure that he told everybody like that's how I want to fight. You know, um, when he was in there with Bedford, we were in the back room, right? They were, I think it was the weigh-ins. So uh, they got Bedford walking on, on one side of, of the stage and, you know, the opponent coming out on the other side. And this was at Knuckle Mania in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And he looked over. And you know how uh, when Johnny Bedford was pointing to the floor uh, when he was fighting Reggie, like telling him to stand there and fight. And yeah. And, Doing the uh, Max Holloway shit. Yeah, that that right, yeah. said, "Hey Johnny, I'm gonna stand here and I'm gonna tell you to to stand in the pocket." And he was like, "Ah, oh, you ain't gonna do that. You ain't gonna do that." And he did it. Mm-hmm. You know, so he he don't 
I think he also knows that he can box. And uh, a lot of these guys can't. So you stand in there and bang with somebody who that's what they do. You know, I I mean, I knock your ass out if you just, I mean, I hit you with the biggest chopping right hand. If you stand in the pocket with me and bang with me and you really don't know where the safe spots are, you know, uh, so he, and he has like, like, I think he got like 27, 28. He's like 23 and five in boxing, I think, ain't it? Yeah, he's got a really – I don't know his record off the top of my head, but it's definitely in the 20s with single-digit losses. For yeah, sure. he's – and so, like, that man competed at a at a decent level, man, so he knows that he knows his way around the race. 20 and so three. He, right. 20 and three, yeah. So he'd be wishing you would come in there and just fight. He knows he can end that with one punch, and he knows he's the smaller guy, and then the thought of – having to chase somebody down like a scared man. Mike Perry used to say this all the time. Mike Perry, and he, it's the truth, though. A scared man is hard to knock out. But a, a brave man, you ain't got to find him, man. He's going to come find you. Yeah. And and so that's why he always tries to bait people into coming forward or just standing in the pocket and bang. It's going to make his job easy. The difference is I just been – Were you like, there? Were you there uh, at the event? Yeah, yeah, I made it to that that event. We did. Um, I made it to the last two. I only come when Palomino fighting. You know, that's really all because he's the one with the belt. He was the one I was concerned with. Not that I'm looking over uh, Bobby or anything. Man, here training every day for Bobby. But yeah. How about it, how about your thoughts on Bobby? Bobby is a a smaller guy. You know, smaller than you. Uh, you're probably going to have, you know, four or five inches on a reach advantage on him. But he's an old dog. He's a fucking grizzly, fucking hardworking man who has power in his hands. What are, you, what are your thoughts on Bobby? Man, uh, first off, I, saw, I watched that too. I saw he, he was like, he's 6'2". I'm, I'm going to help Bobby out a little bit. I'm not 6'2". <laughs> I'm only 5'11". I miss, I miss that dope. POF profile by one inch, you know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't have, you know, the women be looking for the six feet tall, you know what I'm saying? I got the five right. eleven, but I come from the chiropractor, I'd be six feet for thirty minutes. You know, <laughs> I, I go right back down after that. <laughs> but, but you know, uh, now my wings, my wingspan is pretty long, but uh, I can scratch my knees when I'm standing up, you know. But I'm joking, I can't do that. But I got I got pretty pretty decent length on my arms, man. Uh, uh, but as far as as Bobby is concerned, man, uh, you know, Bobby, I'm from Mississippi, and when I was living there, everybody had pretty much that same demeanor, mentality, style. You know, everybody from Mississippi had like real hard, real good work ethic. They come into fights uh, in shape because they're hard workers. And even if they're not in shape, their mental fortitude will carry them. It'll, it'll carry it the rest of the way. They'll be tired, but they'll fight tired. They'll be hurt and they'll fight hurt. You know, so that part about Bobby, like, doesn't, th- that part about Bobby doesn't surprise me, you know. But uh, at the same time, it don't impress me either. You know, you when you in there with me, you gotta know how to fight because I know how to fight. 
know how to stop you from doing things, you know. And then the other thing is uh, I don't think he has that kind of power that everybody else thinks. I mean, shit, Paul Teague was one of his victims. <laughs> you right. talk about punch power when you got Paul Teague on your record. He, he did He did lift Bam Bam Rogers like off the ground with an uppercut in his last fight. He caught him in the that middle. Of, he caught him in the middle of punches, though. Everybody chin when they get caught and they're not braced to take like a punch while they throwing punches, they go right out. You know, everybody. Um, yeah, that was a good one. You know, but but you know, not to take nothing from not to take nothing from Bobby. I mean, Bobby gonna be Bobby every fight. Like the the what he did to the the bad knuckle dudes is impressive to me. What he did for game bread, on the other hand, is impressive to me because he took that fight. He took that fight on short notice, and uh, he took that fight at a weight higher than what he normally fights at. And he was, he, he was the opponent, you yeah. know, uh, that dude was supposed to, to stump him. And then when he, when he got, I think he got kneed in the head when he was on the ground, right? man, he could have just held his eye and stayed on down there, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but that's just not how Bobby get down. So man, you know, I got, I got respect for Bobby, man, but you know, People saying that he deserve a shot. I mean, it's a matter of perspective of how you view that statement. I I see Bobby as a good dude. I don't believe that he actually deserved that shit that's about to happen to him on the ninth. You know, so I don't know, man. But like I said, honestly, I think he, honestly, I, how can how can anybody say that anybody deserves anything in a brand new company? With, yeah. Two or three fights, you know what I mean? It, it, right. Yeah, it's, a, it's a brand new sport, brand new company. Uh, very few guys have the amount of fights that Elvin Brito and Lorenzo Hunt and Britton Hart have on their record because they've been there since day one and they've been fighting every three, four months yep. for the company. Everybody else has two, three <laughs> fights, four right. fights tops on their on their record. So nobody really deserves anything. It's it's when you pull numbers, you you earn you earn the shot. I mean, I don't know. It's like it's more like said, closest it, to at this yeah. point if there like was to said, be a title. Money, money and numbers is is everything right now. And, you know, and he the, if he wanted co- to with a new company trying to build an audience, right? It, it's it's more of a business game right now than who's earned or deserved anything. You know what I mean? Right. It, it would have been way better if he had just you know like when you got a new company and you only got like. You know, they'd be like, "Oh, you rank number four in the world, but there's only five of y'all." You know, okay. and you and you going, you were walking around here like you top. You know what I'm saying? Like you hot shit, and ain't that many people to compare it, uh, compare it to. I think the the best way to settle stuff like that is a tournament. You know, like if you and and this company got enough people that they can keep putting in there for a tournament. Hey, that women's tournament, that's happening. They're going to tell us about it next week, I heard. Mm. <laughs> I'm they've kidding. Been te- they've been telling us about I'm that kidding. women's tournament for six months, and every time, they, every time they ask the boss about it, he says, "Next week, yeah, we got some big news next week about it. Next yeah, week. Yeah, you know, when I fought, when I fought Juan Pena on, uh, on the, on the uh, total line, he, I came out, and he was asking me, he said, what do you normally fight at? 
was like, man, I could fight at, I, I could fight at 55 and 65. I was like, shit, I probably can make 75. And he was like, but what do you fight at? I'm like, man, whatever. Wherever they find an opponent at. And he was, uh, and he, he, he said, the reason why I'm asking was a, for a tournament. So, man, that was way back then, man. Was he, was he talking about a 55 tournament back then? Or was he talking yeah, about Yeah, way remember back they, then. Because remember he, they, they announced that 175-pound tournament that Mike Richmond and yeah, Marcel Stamps. It's going to be the first be, round. Richmond and Stamps was supposed to be the first fight of the 175-pound tournament. They announced it as that. And right. that tournament never happened. Well, I'm then like, they fought at 180. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> that's the shit I'm talking about. That's why... That's why I don't set my watch to none of that shit. Like when they yeah. say they say you're the title eliminator, I'd be like, man, I might be, you know. Um, I mean, you you go promote it as that, and put your, you know, what I'm saying, put your word out there to the public. But I'm not gonna do that. Uh, I'm just gonna do my job, man. You put me in there with somebody, and I'm a fighter, you know. And if Bobby's that guy, then I'll go in there and I will fight Bobby. If if Palomino is that guy, I go in there and I fight Palomino. If they say go up to 160, I'm gonna go up to 160. I mean 165, I'm gonna go up to 165. So man, I just I just go in there and I do my job, man. I and I do good work, you know. But it's it's really hard because the company's still new. They trying stuff out, trying to see what's what's ahead, what's not. I mean, he he was straight out, you know, when he did the, the night he did the blue face thing. He was like ah. You know, exactly. I I was trying to see if this works, and it didn't. I won't do it again. You know, <laughs> yep. so yeah. so it's it's you know what I'm saying. I get it, man. He's trying to make sure he don't he don't lose no money. But I'm when it's me. I, what you do with you and your business is what you're supposed to do because that's what's best for you. Same reason why I said I wasn't mad at Palomino for trying to get at the money. You know, what I mean that's that's. That's business. That's what he want out of life, man. That's what. That's what he. I want to know who I am. That's the real reason why I'm fighting. I mean, I'm excited. I mean, they're having two cards a month now. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, it keeps it. It like if I go out and I have a fight, and they and I'm still walking close to weight. Like the what's dope is there's an opportunity I can go right back in there and get a whole nother fight. Right. You know, um, and due to the fact that they're if they're more active, it means more people gonna be watching it, more people gonna be able to stay tuned, and you're gonna get more fans, you're gonna get more fighters and stuff like that. So, I think the sport growing, and I think is I think it's pretty dope, man. Um, yeah, I love it. I, I sent you a a message earlier, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a bone to pick with the BKFC right now. I was oh. gonna put your referral code up there so everyone can get the app and get you, and get I you some still credit. Don't have it. Yo, how how the fuck does one half of a main event of a fight night coming up not have a referral code? Hey, BKFC, tisk hey, tisk, dude, dude, this is. Wait, listen, I'm not gonna let this one slide. What the fuck is going on here, bro? Yo, listen, too easy. I just fight. <laughs> hey, you referral, know, but I, I, I will leave that. Bonus. You know, I, you know, I. You know how, like, when you work for a company and they who paying you is your job <laughs> yeah. to do, de- de- you got to defend them. <laughs> but no, nah, hell no, nah, I ain't doing that. Right, you know, no. but um, what I'm saying is I really don't have an answer. You know, yeah. I, I still have people asking me, um, 
I still have people asking me about the tickets. You know, yeah. I haven't even gotten the tickets in my hand. So I, I don't know. Like, and I, I don't want to be like Jihad always say, let me be the bad guy. So the, you know, the, the conversation that's had, they go through him. Him and Rick Coleman, they've been handling all my fast to make sure that I don't have to do anything but train. So I get up in the morning, I get my work, I eat, sleep, get back up, get my work again. Yeah, I, I got to give Rick some props too, man, because, you know, there's a few management companies that are really heavy in the BKFC right now, Kevin Smith being one, but Rick's, Rick Coleman is putting himself together a little stable of fighters there. That's pretty goddamn impressive. You guys got quite a few... Yeah. Fucking names you got yourself. You got Scott Farley. You man. got Terry uh, Janowski and Delaney, and do you guys have Jared Warren as well too. You yep. got Jared Warren. You got some Dave Dave Mundell. Dave, Dave Mundell. Yep, he's coming yeah. on. I mean, uh, soon. You guys are. He's got himself a pretty good stable of fighters there. That's yeah. impressive. Shout out. To yeah, him. that's those are those are like they are like if you see Rick or Jahan, they pretty much like they're synonymous with each other you yeah. know like jihad comes in and uh like like jihad usually handles the the negotiations uh i think rick handles reds uh personally but jihad normally handles the negotiations and rick work, organizes and gets the interviews and stuff like that set up squares tickets and stuff like that away but you know if you're gonna have somebody do stuff like that why not get you know your homeboy you know, yeah, we gotta say we don't know him. Boys or your people, you know, people who you know, uh, you know, you know, you can trust with your money. Yeah, you guys got one, two, three, four, right? Four of you guys are on this card. Yeah, right. Yourself, I mean, Terry, Delaney, and Mundell are all on this card. Yeah. So you guys are going in there heavy, man. It's a it's a big fight. Is it what what threw me off when they said December 9th, I was like, nah, nah, it can't be December 9th. It's a Thursday. Yeah, well, what is uh, what what's the what's the what's the like the reasoning behind a Thursday night event? What the fuck is that shit? Man, he never talked to me. Like I say, I don't I don't talk to them about it, man. Like usually <laughs> when I when I uh when I speak to them, it's usually like business you know like yeah. when i when i saw filming i was asking can i get close to the to the ring but i wasn't gonna pull the rings over because i ain't trying to get punched in the mouth without a check you know <laughs> and i just not only that man i i know me i clearly don't do it for the gram if you punch me in the face we're gonna still be fighting and we're going to be, they don't have, it. and and then on top of that, like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a big deal to these people, man, because my people don't really have much. I would hate to see, you know, if somebody punched me in my face in front of them. I would, I right. would really hate to see, like, them go to jail, you know, so, like, I just <laughs> yeah. know how they are, man. Yeah, they're you not, don't want them jumping in and doing something crazy. I know they're going to do it. Like, I'm telling you, I know they're going to do it. And then you're going to see, like, are you going to the Tampa fight? Oh, uh, we're not. Uh, no. Unless somebody how waves the magic right. wand. And, how unless could somebody, you? Yeah, I, this this face is the look of pure <laughs> disgust. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, trust me, we'd be there if we could be, but uh, we'd we go to every single event. Except mine. Except mine. I'm going to pull a race car. I'm definitely pulling the race car. We've been to 100 percent of your bare knuckle fights. I'm pulling the race car because it's it's convenient. We've been to 100 of your fights in bare knuckle. 100 of Martin Brown BKS fights. We have been not after the night. Not after the night. So what do I do? I have to sponsor the trip. Uh, yeah, how, how much is going to look? How much is going to cost me, man? It's going to run you. I don't know. I don't know. Honest. Actually, Tampa it, might not be that expensive, listen, or Orlando, one or the other. Every, every, We're going to drive. These trips is costing me and Mike a good, good close to a grand at least. Twelve. How long? How much? Two grand? No, I, I get one. you a hotel room. You, you might find a bum or two, you know, sitting outside the door. But I, I got you for two nights, man. You know, it's, people might knock on your door a couple times too. I got you. You know, paint gonna be missing off the wall. You, you know, you might walk around in your socks and step on a nail later with hair and shit on it. That's but, all right. Yo, yeah, Martin, see, but you real you, though. Hey, if anybody wanted to sponsor this this show to go to these 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 events, if you watch these events, nobody's putting out the amount of interviews and content that we're putting out. Other people are putting out two or three things that are like really, you know, well put together and, and they take two, three weeks to put out. But we're putting day of event content out and nobody else is really doing that right now. And I stand by that. So sponsors want to bring us down there. Fucking bring how, us down. how much? What's your sponsorship packet? I'll send I'll send it to you. Yeah, we have we, we have a, a yeah we have our portfolio. I, got a media kit. I do have a media a portfolio. Kit. I got a portfolio. Yeah, <laughs> fucking douche. Yeah, because I, you know, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I can get one of my companies to sponsor it. Oh, well, you hey, know, I, I Dude, might. What's uh? What's but then you know you that? know you for that week you got to change you you know what I'm saying you got to change it to the Smash Brown show. Oh uh, well, no, 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 just, we just for a week. Intricate. Just for a week, and then you we, can go back. Your we whole do... show, you just got to talk about Smash. Like, guys, at, Smash is so Howie. fucking awesome. Howie, Howie, for Christ's sakes, get off Hank's nuts for fucking We Christ would sakes. do <laughs> something very, very, very nice behind the scenes, following to it. It would be, it would be good. But uh, You just got to follow I me everywhere, man. Follow That's me into it. the bathroom. Everywhere I go, you got to follow me. Yeah. So guys, yeah, Mike, Mike's the cameraman, by the way. Yeah, we were. Um, <laughs> so you gotta follow me. I do the video stuff. I do all the video stuff. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, uh, you know, we do it for, uh, like, it's our hobby. It's our passion. So like, whatever everyone sees, all the stuff we're doing, we're doing this because we love it right now. Uh, you know, we have jobs. We have two jobs. I mean, we don't. You know what I mean? We y'all in the we, military, right? Both of y'all. Yeah. Right, we're 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 both in the military and we're both full time techs for our unit too. So mm. you know, it's we're not like millionaires, but like we pay, we have money to pay the bills, so we do this for fun. But if we can make money off of it eventually, that would be wonderful. I freaking quit the military. Yeah, I'll quit, <laughs> I'll quit tomorrow. But we, no nah, man, y'all got a y'all got a pretty dope it. show, man. Rick Rick ain't gonna tell you, but he he like your show better than all of them. Ah, thanks. Uh, like, I'm for real though. Appreciate he that. liked your show better than all of them, so he's like, "Yeah, yeah I think they yeah. do it way Howie, better content." How, Howie, I want you to go tell that to Hank. <laughs> yeah, Hank. we have a running thing going with Hank where we bust each other's balls all the time. So yeah, yeah, man, Hank, wow, man, I, I seen Hank in the in the hotel room wrestling with Christine. Yeah, you know, like you, I gotta get a vibe for you. Like, get your ass off me, Hank. We grabbing on me and shit, you know, like. Oh no! He's you like, got to get that vibe before somebody just grab on you. 
No, 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 no. He, I got uh, something yeah. here. Let me show you guys. What do you, what do you got, Mike? Oh, check that shit out. Look at that. Look at that picture, man. Yeah. Man, that dude handsome. Yeah. That one in the middle there with the with the mission accomplisher. Or look at dude, look <laughs> at Howie. Look at Howie with his goddamn hand on my yeah. shoulder like he fucking loves me, but he's over here pumping hey. Hank show on That's our right. shit. Oh no. You don't know what you don't want to know where his other hand was. Oh no. Oh no. That was fun though. That was a good time. I couldn't hear anything for three days after that, but yeah, that that place was was loud as fuck. That shit was 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 so loud. And I worked at a club for about 10 years up here in Connecticut in the casino. How much was two two drinks? So much louder than where I work. Forty dollars. Oh man. I had just bought Kevin Smith a drink that when I was out there, and then you know, I wasn't drinking, and I'd be in camp out the whole time. Let's see, you got Joe Ivy on here. You know, Joe Ivy don't have no pictures. Have any of you guys ever seen Joe Ivy? (laughs) Yeah, she got some pictures. She got got pictures. She got a couple pictures. She got like cartoons. She got (laughs) it. She had some pictures. You have to go through and you'll find them. That's what it is. (laughs) She. Is patrol man. That's a know. good one, dude. She knows That's a good shit. misdirect. Yeah, she, see, she, she knows. Her women, patrol women man. are more attentive to detail than men too, man. So she probably hey. posting and thinking these dumbass men. Yeah, yeah, woman. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I married an axe murderer. Yeah, that's right. I see, you got Susan in the house. Susan in the house. Yeah, man, it's a, it's a good community that we're in here. Why don't we do a speed round with you, Martin, before we let you get out of here? And then we're well, gonna man, you know, you know I'm whack on them speed runs, man. Every time I try to do one, I, I don't have no good stuff. Oh, right. hell. Hey, well, do you want to do it? Do you want, do you want to get in on the Stunat of the Week? Do you know what a Stunat of the Week what is? The we're going to do both, so, you know, oh, one way or another. Let's, well, let's gonna, do it then. Let's let's get it on. Let's get it on. Let's knock some questions out. Before. We got to speed around with you, and then we got to do this student out of the week. Number one for you, what is something that used to be considered trashy that's now classy? Smoking weed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he took that from me. Yeah, right. smoking weed. I'm going to go with his. There you go, it right? Is, isn't smoking weed like the most acceptable thing right now? But like when we were in high school fucking 20 years ago, it's like you're a fucking stoner pothead piece of shit, yeah. right? Look at me now. I'm going to get you in trouble on your show. I tell you what. Changing your sex. Uh-oh. Oh. 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 Comment on it if you dare. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> so, okay. Changing your sex used to be considered trashy or just considered like... Well, it was frowned upon. Now it's like it you got to get with the trend now, man. It was taboo. And you got to get with the times now, fam. You know the rose. Oh, look at what Howie said. <laughs> Howie said escorts used to be considered trashy and now they're considered classy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That shit still kind of... <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that that um that that jumped the shark yet. So uh, you might come out like keep a that to yourself. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. All right, number two, Mike. When somebody asks for a music recommendation, who do you always recommend? Man, I'm from Mississippi, man. So I always have to rock with Big Crit. You know. Oh, uh, yo. Yeah. Isn't um was back in the day David Banner? Wasn't David Banner yep. from Mississippi? David Banner. I was going to name David Banner. What about, <laughs> wasn't there, remember Pastor Troy? Remember that dude? Was he Mississippi or was he? I think Atlanta? he was Atlanta, oh, if man. I remember correctly. I, I, I went oh, we used a, to bump that in Mississippi, though. 
Yeah, yeah. Vice versa. He did that song, Vice Versa. Though. That was yep. All right, number three. That. I know all, dude. You don't know. I know about fucking rap music. I'm you got it rapper. all, huh? If, if you could get rid of one sport, what would you get rid of and what? Man, I don't think golf should even be considered no. a sport. Okay. Can we I'm not saying it's not fun. Yeah, I'm not saying it ain't fun. It ain't something a hobby, but how, what athletic? Like, it's precision involved, mm-hmm. you know, and technique involved, but I think golf ain't a sport. If you could do it when you're 95,000 years old, it ain't a sport. Oh, well, so so for me, this is the way I right. Have you ever oh, you played you played, golf? No, Get the well, hell out of here. Have you ever played golf though? Have you played uh, golf? Yeah, her, that I shit hurt my def- back worse than fighting. See, that's what I'm saying. So imagine, oh. right? I do one 18, 18 holes of golf. If I gotta walk that shit, I'm dying. I gotta take a day off of work the next day. The, Man, those guys mm. do four fucking days in a row of you eighteen holes, and then they do it again the next me. Thursday. You are not going to convince me that 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 shit is a sport. I you used to know, think the same thing about NASCAR drivers. They say NASCAR is a sport. And I'm like, you sit in a car seat. Yeah, it hurts you your back, in, dude. And then you drive. And they're like, yeah, can you imagine going to It hurts your back. <laughs> hurts your back. <laughs> 215, 215 laps with your arms up on the thing like this. I'm like, yeah, but I know people that drive race cars in Connecticut and they smoke cigarettes like a fucking chimney. <laughs> yeah, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, they, they you don't have to have peak performance. You may have to have like, Crazy reflexes. Oh, like all right. What's that? That stuff called? Um, it's like auto, auto, auto cross X uh-huh. or something like that. And that's where they have these little tiny cars, and they're like driving really fast, and they're turning real fast, and it's like auto cross rally or something like that. It's like halfway dirt, halfway pavement. I don't, I don't even know. You what know, that is. but it's like extremely fast pace. Now that. I probably could do that as an old man. Is that what but, the dude? Um, remember one of the NASCAR drivers like ran some guy over and killed them doing that shit. Is that what that was? Oh wow! You remember that yeah, Jimmy Stewart? Oh, that doesn't sound like fun to me, man. Yeah, yeah, that, that, but that that would strike me as more of a, a sport. Like any fun. I didn't even see like some of the competition shooters at first when they were trying to declare that they were athletes. I was like, get out of here! You ain't no damn athlete. But then now they got some pretty cool like. They got they got some some pretty cool competitions that do it's like running and gunning, you know. And I think those I, I say well it does require a bit of uh some of those three gun competitions. They do seem like they require a little bit of athleticism. So, but golf, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> yeah, man, like fuck it. I, I, when I get done fighting, I can start. I can start, start playing golf. golf. You know, and probably have a good 30-year run. <laughs> there you go, man. It's a tough sport. I mean, it's a tough <laughs> hobby. That's for sure. Number four, Mike. Who do you know that reminds you of a TV or movie character? Hmm. Who do I know? So it's got to be somebody we all know, right? Because uh, <laughs> it ain't no fun. Yeah. You know, you know, David Feldman. David Feldman reminds me of like, uh, like these uh, when the depiction of like mobster movies from New York in the seventies. That's who, or the sixties. That's what. That's what David Feldman reminds me of. My because man. like he kind of. My man. You know he. You you know he. 
kind of get straight to the point with what he wants. But like, man, I don't know. I've been around. I've been around certain types of people uh, my whole life. But I can tell. You know what I'm saying? Like I can tell power. He, you think he would, it. he would fit right in on a soprano set? Is what you're saying? Yeah. Am I lying though? Nah, I, I get that vibe. Am I lying? He's very. I mean, he's very quiet. He's very short and quick to like. He's to the point with his uh with his whenever he speaks. You know what uh-huh. I mean? I was I was I mean I was in one of these groups, man, and and somebody was talking about like a fighter, a fighter, something. I, I don't want to butcher the story, but somebody was telling me that. Well, I said it like they were talking to me in specific, but. They were they were in the group talking about how one time a dude didn't his opponent fell out and he and and I guess there was a discrepancy with pay I don't know and he was talking shit you know like uh, like I whoop your ass they said David took his keys out of his pocket and his watch off roll his sleeves up and squared off. I mean, uh, and so if that story is true, then he strikes me as like some of the people I grew up around where principle is first. Like you ain't, they don't care about the consequences. You are not going to disrespect them. So he always, he always remind me of like, uh, yeah. like those mobster movies or, or like you say, the Sopranos. Yeah. He's one of those Philly gangsters for sure. Yeah. Number five. Wildest party you ever been to? Without incrim- without incriminating. Oh, There's he's one dead. that popped up on me. As soon as you he he heard that question, he was like, Oh, that one time. Oh man. I got some crazy stories from fucking parties. You're right. Them. They always they yeah, always none of that shit's coming the, out. They always having at the party, man. Um I, I I remember. Uh, I'd be afraid to go to jail. There, I don't know if the time's <laughs> up yet. You know, <laughs> that's the statute nah, limitation. Uh, the statute limitation ain't up yet. Nah, we have to wait another um, ten years at least before I start telling these stories. So so I I rem- I ain't do nothing. I ain't do nothing. Wrong, but, <laughs> you know, it just it just was crazy because of how it happened. So I was um, we were all at a party. I was probably like eighteen years old. And my 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 homeboys invited me to this party. And we at this girl's house. She was older, so you know, when you like eighteen, the thought of you messing with like a 27, 28 year old chick is like, oh man. So she had this. You about to move in? Right. She had this super nice house. I'm sitting there talking to her, and um, like somebody, whoever was coming to the door. He got the key. You know, he jiggling. <laughs> oh, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't knock on the door like we did. You know, he go to jiggling. You know, he he. Un- I see the top lock. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know, I see that top lock. That uh, was a dead boat. I see that boat. one turn. Yeah. Man, boat. everybody boat. And, uh. <laughs> you know, like, I, you know, man, I'm, I'm not the smartest, you know, under duress. So I, like, just start running around. With a chicken with my head cut off, cause I never thought to ask her where's the back door, and I just know the front door is right there, and he coming in, so I run, uh, I run to the, uh, I said, well, I said, damn, you gotta tell me where to go. She said, go in the backyard. So I run in the backyard, 
and they had a goddamn dog back there. Now they they in the they in the fence. It's a fenced in backyard, and they still got that son bitch on a chain. So you know he mean and crazy than some. He crazy than a shot rabbit. So I run, I hide in the back, and uh, he I'm like hiding in some bushes, and no, he come no, on man, the man. end of the goddamn chain, and he barking right in my face. But man, I can't I can't come at. You all can't run because the dude going to see me. So I see, he come in the house. I see lights coming on through all of the, um, through, through like all of the windows and stuff. And I'm going to tell you, unedited, right? What he was saying, he was coming in the house. He was saying, way that nigga at? Way that nigga. You know what I mean? I guess he meant where. But he was like, way that nigga at? He kept looking for me. And I was, I was still hiding in the bushes. Um, and man, the motion sensor came on. Oh shit! And he slid that door open, and I just had a last ditch effort, man. And I figured it's, it's all I got. I said, "Well, if he can't see me, I can't see him." But I closed my <laughs> eyes and balled my teeth up, <laughs> like the boogie man was doing for you. Yeah, like if I can't see him, he can't see me. Like I, I just yep. didn't even know what to do because I, I was like, "He gonna kill me." Yeah. And when it's he like came late out night there, as a six year old, you're in bed, you just close your eyes, you can't see. Yeah, the and he, out. he saw me though because the dog was hanging on the end of the leash. He said, Get your black ass up out from behind them bushes. And I just got up, like, Holy shit, it's me. And I just bolted <laughs> it. He had like a little rotten part at the bottom of his fence where, where it was like soft. And I like crawled under there, and he couldn't catch me. <laughs> and I ran like a baseball there, slide man. underneath that shit. Man, I tore all that shit up and I was running. But that was by far the craziest part of it to me because like boy, I thought for sure. <laughs> yeah, man. I said, I said, man, I'm finna see Jesus. <laughs> you know I'm about to find the Lord. <laughs> yeah. You know, man. I, I was gonna make a church song out of me, man. Uh, <laughs> all right, Mike. Number six, that's a fucking great story, man. Number six. What is the weirdest thing you have ever seen in someone's house? What is the weirdest thing, man? I I had uh, uh when I was like thirteen years old, I spent the night over this dude's house, man, and he had like boogers on the mirror window. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, well, he was collecting them things. He got green ones, <laughs> yellow ones, oh, brown ones. What? He the had fuck? like he had like picked them. I mean, it was some that were long. Oh. God. Yeah, roll those mother like you know how you what is that, going on in there? Look when one of them get rolled up and twisted. He has stuck them like he had a collection, bro. He ain't throw it in the uh, trash. He put that's it the sickest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean that, that's that bro, is, bro, you ass. That is extremely and weird. He's the booger banker. But you know what? I came back out of that thing and I act like I ain't seen shit. Because oh, I didn't want him to try to explain that. Yeah. You know, because you know, you say, I collect boogers too. You know, like, I don't, I don't know how you, how can you relate? You know, yeah. like, now nah, you come on now. You know, you do some weird shit. Like, now, nah, fam. Now, nah, nothing like that. That is a phenomenal <laughs> speed round question to answer. That was phenomenal. Joe Ivy says her aunt had her dog stuff. That is weird. Mm -hmm. uh, people are la lots of people are laughing now. My boy Larry says uh, Kyle found something in the couch cushion once. 
I'm not gonna say uh, he ain't sit on it, did he? Listen, no, no, no. So I, I'm sitting at my, uh, I'm sitting at a person's house. <laughs> you can't say. Who. <laughs> <laughs> you almost, you almost said it right there. I was accidentally told you. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm sitting at the person's house and we're watching football and they're like, where's the remote? And they're like trying to find the It's one of those big wraparound couches and I'm sitting on the end over here. So we're like, we're like looking for the remote and I, I reach down in the cushion and I'm oh, like, no. oh, I, I was like, oh, I got it right here. And I pull it out. It's like a seven inch long um, see through with like the inner mechanic workings dildo like vibrator. I mean, seven inches too, boy. It was like this big. <laughs> yeah, I, almost got you. I was like, oh, I got I the remote. The I, I was like, I got the remote right here. I was like, oh, shit, that's not the remote. And I put it back in the couch, and the girl was like, <laughs> oh, fuck, I forgot that was there. And the other guy was like, what the fuck is that? She was like, <laughs> she's like, she goes, she's like, what do, you, what do you think I was doing when you were shoveling the driveway? The guy earlier? and the girl are together, correct? <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. They they live together. Right. Yes. I wish I could tell stories. I still tell names because it would be even funnier. But oh it was man, fucking, it was it was hilarious. And and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go wash my hands. And I went and washed my hands. I was like, ah, yeah, go. but you didn't mark that off your bucket list. You had a dick in your hand. <laughs> you know, I, I, I yeah, never yeah. had a dick in my hand. Now you know, you if it was a vibrator, I'd be like, mm, I ain't touching it. I ain't uh, touching yeah. it. But you had a mechanical dick. You had somebody else's. Somebody else is is uh, uh back door juice. Your back door, yeah, yeah. I don't I think, think it was Scott Farley. I'm not sure she cleaned it up before she. I guess Scott Far- Scott Scott Farley is trying to tell us that he owns a bigger dildo. Yeah, than yeah. That, so I a little one. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, number seven. We're gonna ask you some Thanksgiving questions real quick. These are: How do you like your turkey out of the oven or deep fried? How you your bro. turkey, bro? No, bro. <laughs> don't read it. That's one thing I do. I eat, man. Yeah, so I, I got a I got an overcut right now, so I can make sure I can eat for Thanksgiving. All right, all right. Number, we'll make these food questions quick then. Cranberries. Oh, okay, go ahead, Mike. Cranberry sauce. You like the jelly out of the can or the cranberry sauce with the actual berry shit in it? Man, we be doing it. Come on, man, y'all. You you knew when you asked that goddamn question, and we be eating it out of the can. Yeah, so do we. Fuck I yeah, I hate that shit. Yeah, with, like, don't be yeah. giving me no cranberry sauce with them hard ass skin cranberries in. I don't want that shit. I'll throw that shit right out the window. <laughs> number, number nine, number nine. Okay, you are from Florida. No, you're you live in Florida now, right? Right. If you were to vacation there in Florida, where are you gonna go? Florida, you can go everywhere in Florida, man. I uh, where are you going? Man, I'm now I'm now that I got into hunting this year, man. Uh I've been doing cabins. Like in, to believe as I get older, I be wanting to do nothing. So you put me in a spot with a bunch of my homeboys and we get to barbecue, tell more of them stories about boogers in the window and boogers in the in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? They smoke, I don't, you know what I'm saying? So but I don't know, man. Those are good times to me. So, like, man, my definition of vacation is a little bit different than everybody else. And my life, chaos. I own a gym. Now I own an EDC company where I'll be selling ammunition and stuff. So it's like um, I don't ever have a day off. So if you give me a moment where it's nothing but woods and nothing, then that's where I'm going to be. And I'm ready. Well, hey. That was the last speed round question. We had one more, but it was stupid, so I skipped it. We have a segment now every week on Thursdays. Smash, we do you know what a stunad is? 
No, what is that? Yeah, hey, what the hell are you doing, you stunad? Don't touch right. the oven. You know it's hot. What are you, a stunad? You need that's to get the mopping up. Is that a New York thing? That's a. That's like a. That's like an Italian. Like fucking, an Italian slang for a moron, an idiot, it's a, a stunad. What do you got? No brains in your fucking head, you stunad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, what we've been doing every week now. This is you're gonna like this. We come up with the the, the four biggest fucking stunads of the week, right? And then we uh, we talk about it a little bit. Here we go. These are the stunads of the week. Oh yeah, boom! There they are. <laughs> so the bottom four down there are our nominations for this week. We got Brett Favre. We got Sophia Arista, the the Karma Coin Car Girl, and <laughs> <laughs> and the MMA Man. fighter. Okay, so. Here, here's the thing. Take a good look at that, folks. Our four, our four uh, nominees. The first one, Brett Favre took two hundred eighty-eight thousand uh, dollars to do a bunch of um, appearances and never showed up to any of them, and basically just burned everybody for a quarter million dollars. He's a fucking Ooh. student. Number and it two, was um, wasn't it welfare? Yeah, yeah. welfare uh, money too. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it was all oh, 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 like, money. Welfare, it, it, yeah. He, he, you know what? He, he, it was Mississippi the, too. Mississippi yeah. welfare. Oh, man. That's, that's all types of bad. Yep. Absolute dick, dickhead move there. Stunod for sure. Mike, tell Stunod. us a little bit about the guy in the other corner, the uh, orange shirt. Oh, all right. So hold on a second. His name, because uh, it's, it's not uh, the easiest to pronounce, I don't think. His name is Koziev, 27 years old. MMA fighter, three and one. He got into an argument with his friend and also doctor, right? Uh, About taking the COVID vaccine. And (laughs) well, after dinner. Yep, after dinner. So the guy, they got into an argument, right? And it says, uh, you know, he ran and stabbed this guy to death with a bone from whatever they ate from dinner. That that was, that's, that's, that's pretty. Fucking horrific! Who I mean, does that? And well, who thinks he, of that? He ran. So he, he said. So here's what I'm thinking. Y'all, y'all thinking of the surface level stuff. So I'm thinking like y'all were already eating. So there were other utensils yep. that could have been used. Like you got, you got a kniff. You got, yep. Yep. you got, you got, a, you got a fork. Yeah. And you know, I know there was a steak knife somewhere, but. Yeah. I mean, you could even hit him in the head with a plate, but you say I'm gonna stab your ass with a chicken bone. That's <laughs> that's by far. Like, <laughs> and the thing I is, mean, the uh, argument took place outside the house, like on a beach. They got in an argument. They started fighting. He ran in the house, grabbed the bone off the table, ran yeah, back so out, chased he the dude. Go get the gun. We tried no. to choke him first, right? Try, tried to. He put him in like a rear naked choke. Right. The dude got out of it. He ran in, grabbed the bone, chased him down the beach, and then stabbed him to death. Man, he went in the house to get. He said, "You know what? Yeah. Put that gun back. <laughs> I'm gonna get this wishbone. Yep, and, and yeah. stab him in the neck. Like and, that's the weapon of choice." And after that, the cops came, and he walked out. And went, "Hey guys, I know you see the dead body. I'm the guy that killed him. Arrest me." Like he, they in the article, it basically says like he just was like, "Hey, look at me. I killed him. I'm sorry. Just take me away." With a chicken bone. I mean, he probably was like, man, I can get off on this. I can plead insanity because that, by far, ain't never been done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I if he were in history, you know, I would hate to be 
the one to die like that though. From a chicken bowl. You know, because they go talk about that. Like, man, you know, Mish got killed with a chicken bowl. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it don't matter how crazy. much work, how many, you know, like if you died of or choking on a dry cornflake or some shit like that, you it don't matter what kind of works you've done your whole life. We still gonna talk about it. like, oh, yeah. like man, Mitch was dope, man. Yeah, I went on his show, bro. He did the best show, bro. You know what I'm saying? But 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 man, you remember somebody in the background gonna say you remember that time he that dude stabbed him with a chicken bone? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to that guy? You know, I was saying before this. Now I don't want to make this all political, so I'm not gonna get into take the vaccine or not. But here's the thing: the dude was arguing against the vaccine. So he didn't want to take the vaccine, but he would he but he'd go to prison for life for killing somebody. I mean, guy, what the fuck? Yeah, I was what just do you think? That's just do not for real. I mean he should have just disagreed like yeah yeah it's fam dead. I don't believe in it. But well, he now, they're, now they're gonna hold him down in the prison and just stab him. Yeah, he vehemently disagreed with it so bad that I gotta stab you with a, with a chicken bone, man. Like, like would you stab him with a knife? Nah, fam, he really did it this time. I'm getting the chicken bone. Larry in the comments said, "No one will fuck with him in jail, though." That's right, because he can make Shank out of anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that boy <laughs> kill you with anything, man. <laughs> All right, our third, our third nominee, that attractive lady in the white tank top on oh, the yeah, bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Her name is Sophia Arista. Yep. She is the lead singer of a band called Brass Against. It is an all-brass instrument band that covers Rage Against the Machine the machine music. They were covering for Tool last week. And um, she is in the news this week because the girl pulled a fan up on the stage, dropped Trow, and pissed right into his face and into his mouth. The fella seemed to really be into uh, enjoying it, but the lady that you see here on the screen is catching a lot of fire for uh for urinating on this fellow's face yeah what do you guys think <laughs> what I do mean, you guys God, think of that god damn you know she said she had to pee so she just went <laughs> you know i mean what? she hey. chose that man too like you look yeah. like the perfect candidate to get pissed on hey, the video of the guy for real though he's laying he, on the stage she's pissing in his face and he's spitting it out like a fountain oh my god like, what just, the hell just, how do you just end up with that person that must have been staged, right? Guys, loving, just loving life. Yeah, right? yeah I, I think it was staged. Why is that not staged? How do you get knew. the one person that's like, ah, yeah, yeah, it's cool, like the, you in know. front of people too? Do you remember one of them five days where, where, um, what's the dude? What's the dude? Uh, um, Cat Williams said, "Damien, did you Damn kiss it? on me?" <laughs> you know, that's that's what I would have said. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Yes, that would be. Yes, Yeah, no, she picked the right guy though. This guy Quit enjoyed it, shit. but but hey, he uh, was in there making a snow angel, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, piss, yeah he was piss all it. on the floor, just piss all hey. on war paint. The thing is, you know, this girl Sophia Eurista is. Do you guys are you guys? You see the Peloton commercials on TV. There's a there's an attractive woman named Jess King who is a very famous Peloton instructor. Okay. They are engaged to be married. She's like this pisser, the pisser girl is engaged to like a very famous Peloton girl. And like, I don't That's know. If I don't know. You ain't, married. you ain't never that attractive enough to piss on me, man. <laughs> you, can you Okay. And I don't want to go into a whole thing, but can you imagine if a dude pulled a girl up on stage and pissed on her face? That guy would be in prison tomorrow. Oh, it'd be over. He'd be. I, know, I ain't say I wouldn't laugh. I loved it. it. 
Yeah, I ain't saying I, why are you mad? You know, you know, um, I, I when I see people do stupid stuff or I see people do nasty stuff, I ain't saying I don't like watching. Like, oh, look at that, because I need something to talk about when I'm in the gym, you know. But um, Larry, Larry, you just ain't gonna. I'm not gonna be part of the story, man. You ain't no. pissing on me. Yeah, no. nothing in the no, world make my life complete but to turn your face to a toilet seat. <laughs> no, nah, man. On you. Love and the last, no. Love the, Okay, we're going to let Mike take this one. Our final nominee for Stoon Out of the Week in the glasses at the bottom. Mike, oh, tell us about that girl. Everybody. Uh, all right, guys. Hey, everybody have fun tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Miami. Okay. Hey, we're giving away a McLaren. Uh, Julia Love in the building. Yeah, they call her Marty McFly. She goes like this. Like that. Yeah. Ju- Julia Love looked like me after I signed the lease on my <laughs> Nissan. Oh, no. <laughs> she didn't seem too excited. This and then she's like this, and then nobody gives her the mic. The mic's over here. She's like, oh, boy. And everybody's watching like, what the fuck is she saying? Give her the damn mic. So, uh, they, what I guess the it, fuck is this? Common it, coin? What BKFC? What the hell was that? That was the boat. That was the worst lie <laughs> of a freaking McLaren giveaway I've ever seen in my entire life. I was saying last night, I would I would gather the strength to flip that ring over if somebody gave me a freaking half a million dollar McLaren. She walked in there like someone handed her a fucking roll of toilet paper or some shit. Like, what mic, the hell is this? I think something happening to your mic. My mic? What happened? Oh, no, I can hear you over there. Oh, Mike's just on it. But the feed to me sounds kind of... Was I all right? Could you Like you turned into an alien. I can hear you. I can hear you. So, so, uh, but I can still hear you though. But Smash, go ahead. What did you, what did you think of? You were there. What did I, you think? You, <laughs> you know, down live in front of you. You know, when I, when I saw it, man, I was like, <laughs> that's that bullshit, you know. <laughs> and <laughs> I see her on the stage, and, and at first, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like all in, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm watching the fight, so I'm not actually paying attention. But then when it happened and you get, you had time to like digest it, you'd be like, that didn't just happen, did it? It did just happen, didn't it? You know, like even when she came on the stage uh, on the stage, you know, like the outfit, you know, you you ever I tell you what, you ever go into a gas station and you see the people who won a lotto, they be like bones and like regular some bitches, you know, um, and you couldn't have got a more eccentric song, bitch. Um, to, to play this part? Yeah. Like yeah. big glasses, some bitch look like, um, you know, I, she had like a, a, a windbreaker. I you didn't like even say that jacket. word in alone in like over 20 years. A fucking windbreaker. She came she out there with a windbreaker. Yeah. I just knew she was going to uh, put her hands on her hips and do the MC Hammer typewriter. Uh. You know, I was just waiting on can't touch me to come on. But or she just it just seems so it seems so fake, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I mean and, and so you know, like the people who usually win shit, like they be dressed for the occasion. They be dressed to come to the show. Like she dressed like she like I came here to be something that y'all gonna talk about three weeks later. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and so here we are. So let's 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 talk about this for one second because Howie just said, "Call her a student if you want." 
but she now owns a McLaren. The joke is on you. uh, Mike, tell them about the video that was released uh, like a month earlier on YouTube where that girl was on the video with the three dudes that were in the ring that night talking about the fucking thing a month earlier. Well, it wasn't three. It was a couple of them, but there was someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the 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 night she was handed the keys... She's wearing the sunglasses that the dude in the video was wearing. Yeah, a month earlier. This, yeah, it was yeah. How we take that setup? Yeah, how we. The weirdest thing. Listen, go watch Planet Hank. We don't know for sure <laughs> if this was a setup, but if they wanted to make it any uh, more suspect, you couldn't have given it to somebody. It was already more heard. suspect because. <laughs> Yes, yeah. there was a YouTube video that they announced they were given a McLaren. The guys from Karma Coin announced they were given a McLaren out on a guy, Dan Steele's podcast on YouTube. And the guest of the show or the other person on the show just happened to be one Julia Love. And then she, the guy said, we're giving away a McLaren. And the other dude goes, oh, you're being serious, aren't you? He's like, yes, we're giving it away at the Miami Crypto Experience. And she's up in the corner just smiling, ba ba ba. And then she posts, she posts like four or five posts. You could, you could drive away in this awesome McLaren. Go look at her Twitter and her Instagram or wherever it is. I've seen the pictures of her talking about it. This and that, and then she just happened to win it and be wearing the glasses and everything. So listen, I'm yeah, not Howie, saying so that she they... don't got a fucking McLaren either. How is she probably drives a <laughs> fucking 1999 Ford Escort? I'm not yeah. saying it was a setup, but you guys should try to make it not look like a setup the next time you do it because yeah, it looks. Somebody smell awful. right in that milk. That shit looked awful. <laughs> that was so funny. I love <laughs> it. That shit was and awful. I... <laughs> <laughs> it was so All bad. Right. All right, so let's name a winner. Let's name a winner here. The, we have Brett Favre ripping off welfare. We got Sophia Eurista pissing on people's faces. We got the MMA fighter stabbing somebody to death with a chicken bone. And we got I think that's an easy one. Okay. That's that's an easy one, man. I mean, that's that's a bad dude, man. <laughs> the chicken bone I mean, wins? Yeah, like... He didn't I've, kill somebody. Yeah, you, you know, I've often thought, like, people that piss me off, like, I had a boss where I always thought about doing like some outlandish stuff. Like I'm gonna take him off the top ropes, and we wouldn't even have a top rope in the building, you know. But like I would always think about doing like cartoonish stuff. Like I wish I could come in and just pull out a fucking mallet, like Bugs Bunny do. Like you notice he don't have no pockets, but he pull out a mallet every time. So like he would always make me think like that. But this dude <laughs> literally grabbed a chicken bone. It took a man. How life. does he not have a meme about this? <laughs> like, it happened like two days ago or a day or two ago. It was, how many times did he stab? Him? Oh, uh, I don't, like, I don't no. know. Does the article say it, Mike? I, I think it's just multiple times. Uh, let me see here. It's, we got to read look. I will look into it because, but anyway, how you let somebody kill you with a how you let somebody kill you with a chicken bone? It, it like, gives oh, a hell, whole no, he got a chicken bone. I'm going. Was it a ham mm-hmm. bone? Because it gives a, no, a whole new meaning to the word going ham, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Do a ham on him. Man. Um, All right. Insane, there you go. Man. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Our guest of the evening has named our Stunat of the Week, Mr. Chicken Bone Guy. Ak- Akmal Koziev. Oh, hell no. Akmal Koziev, three in one pro MMA fighter. Now going to be incarcerated for a very long time for taking a man's life with a chicken. Stabbed him in the throat. Akmal can fight. 
Akmal, yeah, Akmal can fight for sure. Akmal, like Star Wars. He stabbed him with a knife too. Afterwards, the bone and the knife. Oh, he did stab him with a knife. I guess he did. Yeah, I was just looking at another report. He came out. He ran in the house. Got a knife and a chicken bone. I'm gonna tell you what it is. He went in and he said, I'm about to do something stupid. Let me bite this piece of chicken before I go. And then he did that song, bitch, and just said, I'm going to finish it. And then, you know, when you start and you already angry, he probably started stabbing him with the knife. And he said, shit, I still got a chicken bone. I got to get him. He stabbed him with a chicken bone, man. You're, you might be right. He might be like, you know what? I'm already going to prison. I might as well make it. Yeah, you ain't coming back. Might, might as well make it a story. Yeah. Jam he definitely going to make it. Plenty of people have stabbed someone to death, but not everyone. Not with a chicken with a bone. bone. I'm finna, I'm finna get off the phone and 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 call one of my homeboy. Like, bro, when you go look on that, when you go look on the show and they start talking about the student <laughs> somebody on there killed somebody with a chicken bone. I can't make this shit up. They gonna say yeah. you lying. As soon as they go on the page, like, bro, you, he really did stab him with a chicken bone. Like, what were you doing? Like, what was your posture? Were you saying no, no? <laughs> stab with a chicken we bone. We just shared that meal. <laughs> <laughs> I bought right, that. Man. Yo, this has been a fucking blast. We got, we got, uh, we got to get you off here because if we don't stop, we'll be on for three fucking hours. <laughs> Damn, we forgot to bring Delaney Bailey on. She's, but she yeah, was waiting in the. Where, uh, yeah, oh shit, we forgot whoops. about Delaney. You guys are assholes. You better, <laughs> hey, you better bring my dog on there, man. No, no, no. She, she had, she had an emergency, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. I don't even know if anybody has been watching has even noticed that we haven't brought her on <laughs> tonight. I forgot to tell you all that uh, she had to cancel for tonight. We're gonna try yeah. to get her on next week, but anyways, mm. Martin will be fighting Bobby Taylor that night. She will be fighting Jenny Savage that night. It all takes place December 9th in Tampa, PKFC Fight Night. This guy's gonna be there in the main event. Martin, go ahead, say mm. a few last words. Say a few last thoughts. And a I few hope, last and thoughts. I, and, I, and I hope to God, Stu Nod is now in your vocabulary. It is. It's now in my vocabulary. And I'll never go home and look at chicken again. From, from here on out, it's not just a tasty meal. It's a murder weapon. So that's it. I mean, I ain't got nothing to say. Do I got time to thank my sponsors? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Man, I got a list of them this time, man, because that shit in Tampa, boy. Yeah. Uh I got Blitz Fantasy, the newest sponsor. I got Mobility RX, my dog Luke. I got Hyperion. That's the wholesaler where I get my ammo from. He usually buy a front row table too. But I got Epic Services. You know that he he's the one who like gets my spine aligned and all that. Got the Black Lines Gun Club. He be teaching me how to shoot, y'all. So I'm graduating now. No, you no longer using cap guns. Um, <laughs> got the Native Boys. Y'all know who the Native Boys is. You know, uh, got Borgiat. I got Fusion XL. That's where Mike Perry and all of them train. So sometimes when I need like some some sparring from high level guys, I get to train out there with those guys. You know, uh, I got Leo Cole. You know, he give me dope gear. I got Ashe. It's my buddy Jarvis. He give me these hoodies to cut weight in. You know, and oh, Dominic's group, Paul Dominic. Uh, you know, he used to be the matchmaker for Atlas. You know, so he uh sponsored me for this fight. I got Mad Hatter. That's who do my Jeep. Uh, do all the upgrades to my Jeep. I ain't posting no videos on my Jeep, but I got y'all. Uh, and Daryl House. That's who puts my clothes together. Oh, almost forgot. 
about Justin Sims. Uh, Sims and Sons Production. That's my guy, man. That's like a great dude. But I think that's it. I think there that's it. Go. I can name my own company, Shift MMA and uh, Mr. Munitions, but I don't think they're going to like me. I don't think they're going to thank me or they're going to put my own company and ain't going to pay me. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't dropping my own company, but I think that's well, it. Mr. Munitions, I know Kyle just put this up there. Howie Atherton's looking for some ammo. I got so you. Get him. He ain't got no 338, no. man. That boy probably got a, a, a 22. <laughs> 22 long rifle. Yeah. And, uh, no, he probably got it for real, but just so you know, I got that, though. There you go, Howie. Oh. The connection has been made. You there got you your go. first Costi over here from the Mike and Miss show. That's all right, man. He says he absolutely does have that. So thank you so much for coming on here. If you want to get us down to Tampa, we'll hang out with you. We'll do some filming and we'll uh, hang. We'll have a good time. If not, whatever. We'll see you. We'll watch you on the TV. Man, you're going you're gonna, you're gonna to enjoy it. You're going to be in my neck of the woods. So uh, just shoot me that, that sponsorship pack of info, and I'll let you know if I can swing it. Y'all right. might be y'all y'all prices might be higher than giraffe pussy, man. That's that's too much. It might be too much for me, you know, but we're gonna see. Oh man! All right, bro. I'll send you. Uh, I log. like that one. See, I'll be using that. You used to not. I'm gonna be using that. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so much for coming on, everybody. Tune in December 9th. Watch this man in the main event at BKFC Fight Night Tampa. And uh, as as always, you are a great guest. Everybody always has a good time watching you, and you're welcome back nice, anytime, bro. Nice. All right, man. Thanks, my guy. What's All up? right. Take it easy. Later. All right. Bye. Yeah. Dude. Well, well, well. You know what? Yeah. Mike can't be on that side of the screen. Can't do it. Yo. It's original. That's how it's going to be. Dude. How fucking awesome is Martin Smash Brown, man? We had we had Delaney uh, Bailey have to cancel on us for emergency reasons. That she yeah. Couldn't... The show went from an hour to an hour and a half. <laughs> two guests, we're, one hour. We're one gonna, guest, an hour. Yeah, half. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do two guests, half an hour each, one hour show, and then do maybe the smash comes ideas. on. It's like the boys are back together again. The dude is the coolest shit ever. Hanging out with him is is always a good time. Him and Rick are stand up guys, very cool yeah. people. Yeah, and he's welcome here. Like seriously, he could be one of the one of my favorite guests. We met them in a dark alley too. It was awesome. We absolutely did. We that literally did. We met them that was in the literal. dark alley next to a the Birmingham <laughs> Coliseum. Or we all met each other whatever in a dark that was. alley. And then we, that's when me and him uh, scooped up Red Washington for that interview. And then after that, we all kind of. Yep. Right after that, Brandon Lambert, Red Washington incident. Yep. Melee, man. What yeah. a fucking awesome time. Holy shit. Awesome. Hey. Anyways, man. Mike and I really appreciate you. Yeah, we have. 20 people still watching right now. We're fucking an hour and a half into this. We appreciate awesome. you guys, Love all it. the support Love you guys it. give us. Um, let me pull up the calendar because I know we got some stuff scheduled for next week. Oh, take a look at the calendar. I can't. Oh, yeah. Next week is uh, Thanksgiving. We got uh, Terry Janowski, not Janowski. No nope. relation to Stevie, nope. guys. No. Nope. No relation to Stevie. And we got Dave Mondell. Wednesday night, no show on Thursday. It's Thanksgiving, and if me and Mike try to pull a show off on Thanksgiving, we might be getting divorced. Yeah, yeah that's not going to happen. The family would happen. definitely be mad about that. And I'm going to tell you about that time. I'm going to be super stuffed and probably super buzzed. So I don't think I'm going to make it. 
Yeah. So thank you guys very much for tuning in. Mike and I got a three-day drill starting the manana. And uh, other than that, tune in next week.